Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good Morning PT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WPT. Trimble gets the ball. Inbounds it to Baycott at the high post. Hands off to R.J. Davis. He drives, took contact, can't finish. The ball's tipped up, no good. Davis wants a whistle. He did not get it. And Georgia Tech is going to upset Carolina by the final score of 74-73. As R.J. Davis still searching for the whistle, which will not come. Carolina sees its 10-game winning streak snapped with the loss to the Jackets. That was a few nights ago here on WBT and across the Tar Heels Sports Network. Uh, and so, not quite as much momentum going into uh, round one of Duke and Carolina, but, you know, I don't know about that. North Carolina's ranked number three, Duke is number seven, and our next guest can uh, tell me what the what his anticipation level is. He is the longtime voice of the Tar Heels, Jones Angel. Jones, welcome back to the show. Oh, man, Bo. First of all, I think that's the first time I've ever been described as a long-time anything, so that, that's exciting. Well, how, uh, but... how long have you been the voice now? Oh, gracious. Uh, Bo, let me think really quickly. My <laughs> first season doing this was the 2011-12. Well, I guess that is a long oh, time. Oh, wow. Really? I mean, long time. Welcome to Old Dog. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're looking at 11 or, what that, 11 or 12 years now, so it's, it's been a bunch of fun, and these games are always fun. Uh, Carolina Duke, it's been uh, really cool to be a part, a small part of these games uh, through the last however many years it's been and uh looking forward to talking with you guys this morning great to be back with you well look uh you know i, I know uh, we all know how big shoes they were to fill woody durham all those years but you've been you've been doing it a while now and you've seen a lot already in a in a in a short amount of time and and caught a lot of big games and and caught a lot of duke north carolina games i think this one i mean am i right about this this is you know you've got uh, duke ranked what number seven and carolina's number three at least right now they are uh we'll see what happens next week but you you know the georgia tech game was was earlier this week, and I know that was not what they wanted to happen, but this is the, the, the most competitive the two teams have been going into this game, and I feel like a while. Yeah, it's, of course, it's the first time they've both been ranked in the top 10 since 2019. So it's uh, the first time that they've each had these um, consistently excellent seasons at the same time in a couple of years. Of course, they had those uh, very memorable matchups uh, the, near the end of the 2022 season, both in Cameron, at least memorable for the Tar Heels in a very good way, uh, and Cameron at the end of the regular season and then in the final four. But um, these have been, I mean, I think pretty clearly uh, to this point, and there's still the second half of league play to go. Um, but I think to this point, they've been the best two teams in the ACC. Um, they've been two of the better teams in the country, and uh, that they should um, match up in a pretty exciting way. These are both teams that can really score. Um, Carolina's defense has been really good this season, um, particularly since maybe mid-December on. Um, it's how they've won a lot of games. And so um, really looking forward to it. It's always intense when these two get together, no matter where they play. 
Um, both these schools raise their level of play when they get together, um, and it's always uh, it's always a great time. So really looking forward to it. And for Carolina, um, clearly didn't play as well as it wanted to on on Tuesday night, but didn't really make me change the way I feel about this team in any way. They had they had a rough night, but uh, this has been a very good team and, and a team that I think can compete for the ACC and, and compete on a national level as well. Outside of RJ, not uh, many other players had good shooting nights. Was that yeah. just one of those rare off-shooting nights, or was Georgia Tech doing something defensively? What, were your, what was your takeaway from that particular game? Yeah, no, that was one of the biggest problems in that game. R.J. Davis had 28 points, and nobody else had more than nine. And, I, you know, in looking back at it, yeah, I felt like Carolina got some good shots. You know, Cormac Ryan and Harrison Ingram were combined 6 of 28 in that game, and, and that's not very good. And those two guys have been good this season um, and are key parts of what Carolina wants to do. Armando Baycott only had nine points. He only has 19 points in the last three games. And he can help Carolina win in other ways, of course. He's been really good defensively. He's always been an excellent rebounder. He's Carolina's all-time leading rebounder. Um, he's done really well setting screens and things like that. But but he's more than that. He, he can be more than just a guy who gets rebounds and sets screens. And so um, Carolina needs him, I think, to be uh, more of a force on the offensive side. Um, and Elliott Cadeau fouled out of that game. And, and that's been an issue for the really talented freshman this year is he's had some foul trouble. And, and I think other teams are recognizing that Carolina's better when he's on the floor. And so they're trying to get him into foul trouble. I would assume Duke would do the same thing coming up on Saturday. So um, yeah, Carolina did not shoot the ball particularly well. It was their lowest field goal percentage and free throw percentage of the season, and they've been an excellent free throw shooting team this year. So you know, I, I would chalk it up to an off night, but I would also say you know, if, if that happens two or three nights in a row, then you start um, getting a little concerned. But I, I would chalk it off more, or chalk it up to more of an off night for the Tar Heels on, on Tuesday night. Now, Jones, you know I'm going to have to ask you a personal question because you Let's and I were... do it, Beth. I'm ready. <laughs> you and I were at Carolina at the same time. We graduated around the same time. Now you are the voice of this team. Were you more nervous and more excited when you were a student watching Duke and Carolina play, or do you have the same kind of nerves? Are you more more excited now that you're the voice? Or are you just like more serious because yeah. this is your job and you have to be like <laughs> talking about? Yeah, voice. of course. No, that's a terrific <laughs> question, and you know, Zoe could talk some about this too. You know, I think you, you do have a certain level of nerves, but it's more—it's it, not nerves. It's more just energy because you're there for your job, and so um, it, it's more just kind of the anticipation. Um, the adrenaline a little bit, the, the, the energy, the excitement that you're in this really cool spot, this big game is about to happen, um, but you have a job to do. So I, I don't really think you let the nerves get in in that way. It, it's much worse as a fan. Like as I'm much student. more nervous watching yep. Carolina baseball or Carolina women's basketball or something where I'm not. I hate being a fan. I hate watching games. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how people do it. It's like I, 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 it's you're right. stressful. Because when you're working, Jones, you're, you're focused on doing your job. It's kind of exactly. background. But, yeah, it's the front of your brain is doing the job and doing a commercial read or something. Did you ever TP <laughs> yeah, Franklin say, Street? Uh, the one game that I would do that has brought some nerves up was that 2022 Final Four game. Yeah. Um, oh. Just because it just felt like there was so much on the line. And yeah. there was such anticipation. And it was such a unique event. you know. And, and you knew what was going on with Coach Krzyzewski and his terrific career from the Duke side. And. Um, so I, that, that was as nervous as I've been before a game, uh, but still once you get in it, um, it, it, it is, you, you're focused more on, on what you're doing. And real quick, cause, uh, I know you guys didn't actually know each other, but you went to school at the same time. Beth was the blonde girl who asked for extra homework and why there was no pop quiz that day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. She asked, hey, dude, can we maybe get a few more things to do this weekend for class? That, that might stir a memory that you might now recognize who that was. Hey, uh, <laughs> well, I did ask really quick, and I need to know the answer, because maybe we were there together. Did you TP Franklin Street ever? TP it? Ever? Oh, I'm trying. The, the 98 <laughs> Final Four run, I was on Franklin Street often. There you that. go. I remember that. We were there together. <laughs> and we probably high-fived. I'm sure we did. I want to say one thing before we let you go, and because this is the first time we've talked to you since, and I know that uh, this is still a difficult season for all of you uh, since the loss of Eric Montross, but your intro, the, the game, the first game oh. after uh, that happened, I mean, we replayed it on the air here a couple of times because I, I just thought it was so well done, but I I, uh, I know the whole whole network there is still trying to uh, you know make it through this season with without the big guy there. But I thought what you did at the beginning of that broadcast, and of course the, doing the broadcast period uh, under those circumstances, I just want to say uh, that was really well done and, and heartfelt. I, I appreciate that. It was uh, that was a difficult game. Uh, the first home game was a really difficult game. Um, I did that one by myself. Uh, the Charleston Southern game, we left Eric's chair open uh, that particular day, and. And it's been difficult all season long. We have a couple little reminders that we've set up at broadcast location uh, with us, whether we're home or on the road every single time, just to keep them in our thoughts. And it's been hard professionally. It's been hard personally. And um, the one, I don't know if positive is the right term, but the one kind of heartwarming part is um, it's been it's been really great to see how many people Eric positively affected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I think I knew that, but it's just been a kind of, in-your-face reminder of it, because every place that we've gone, um, you know, the opposing schools have been so uh, have been so accommodating and so classy. I mean, they've, they've, you know, we've had flowers left for us and kind of memorial name tags left for Eric, and there have been moments of silences, and people have donated to the Sophie B. Loud uh, Foundation, which is his uh, family's approved um, and suggested uh, foundation to help honor Eric, and um, fans have been so, uh, so emotional and so... Uh, uh, polite, I guess, uh, about it. And so, you know, I've really, it's been a joy for me to get to work with Tyler Hansborough and Tyler mm-hmm. Zeller and Pete Chilcutt and Marcus Ginyard, and those guys have done a great job. Um, but we certainly miss Eric every single day, and uh, we always will. He was, a, he was a terrific player, a terrific broadcaster, but most importantly, he was a terrific person. Okay, so here we go. 17-4 and four, Carolina, 16-4 and four, Duke. That's Three versus seven tomorrow night, six thirty uh, is, is the uh, network airtime, I believe, in seven thirty tip off. Is that right? Five thirty airtime, oh. six thirty tip off. All right, I was, a little bit earlier. I was off by an hour. All right, five thirty slash six thirty. You can hear it right here on WBT and uh, across the state on the Tar Heel Sports Network. Thank you, Jones. Thanks, guys. Always good to talk with you.